talk with the six men. Be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday I gotta be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday We gotta be better, do better, that's every minute, every second Drop a juice, hope you collecting them. The voice of the people, we all gon' get heard. This real feel never clear what I say. Always tuned in, never tuned out. Gotta stay walking, be a sleepwalker. Gotta stand up, got too many stand out. Stay ready, like the six man of the year. We up now. We, we, we up now. Be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday. No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday. families, my sister Hattie and Luna, nephews, cousins, and TT, Eric, the rest to be for whatever she wants to do, she might start an institute, she might put poor kids in school, my stake in Rock Nation should go to you, leave a piece for your siblings to give to their children too, title the champagne, do say i like to see a nice peace fund ideas for people who look like we, we gon' start a society within society, that's major, just like the Negro League. There was a time America wouldn't let us fall. Those times are now back. It's now called Afrotech. Generational wealth, that's the key. My parents ain't had shit, so that shift started with me. My mom took her money, she bought me bonds. That was the sweetest thing of all time, uh. Legacy, 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 legacy. Black excellence, baby, you gon' let them see. Legacy, 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 legacy. Black excellency, baby, let them see. So I'm glad y'all gave me some time to do this. Um, I thought about it and my thought was marriages and just relationships overall. And so a lot of times people tend to talk about marriage, but don't talk about the the overall marriage. I mean, we always talk about the good times. We always talk about, mm -hmm. you know, how, how fluffy it is. But let's mm -hmm. talk about, you know, the difficulties of marriage. So I want y'all to kind of, you know, give us a conversation. But as we, we walk this journey, I want y'all to just tell tell the people who you are, how long you've been married. And then if y'all want to, you know, give tidbits of how y'all know me, mm -hmm. just so the listeners know how, you know, the relationship is. Okay. It won't be just some random people on the street that I'm talking to. <laughs> exactly. So y'all can start. Uh -huh. Go ahead. Uh, Reginald and Patricia McPherson. Mm -hmm. We've been married for 30 years. We just celebrated our 30th anniversary on December the 11th. Wow. Um, so it has been a journey. We are parents of uh, two sons, um, Rayvon and Jerron, and uh, also have, have a stepson. So we came into this marriage 
with me, I should say, with a blended family. Yeah. Okay. Um, so from the very beginning, it was difficult with just saying that part. Okay. Um, but we are firm believers that you have to be friends first. And so we had to fa- have a foundation of a friendship, of some similarities where we could talk and communicate. Um, and that kind of pulls us back together. But it wasn't easy for us from the beginning, right? No, not 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 really, because communication wasn't there at first. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you go through, you know, time going on, you, you, you learn how to communicate, you, you, rough, you talk through the rough patches, mm-hmm. and, you know, you, you, you're there for each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, man, we tend to get mad, and that's it. Right. You get mad, oh, I'm done. I'm done, right. Yep. You know, until right. I cool off. I'm and, done. And it would be the light switch and, and then yeah. yeah. And, so and you're done. With that and one of the one of the, the, the main things that we had trouble with in the beginning mm-hmm. was that blended family. Oh, yeah. By him having a, a son and coming into the relationship and I was nineteen going on twenty. So when we actually did say I do, I was twenty. Okay. And didn't know what to expect with this already made family. Okay. You know, and how to be a mother, how to be a parent. I've I've been a preschool teacher for the past almost 29 years, so I knew from that entity, but didn't know how it would be to be intimate in a relationship and then having this small child who was, at that point, was almost two years old. Oh, okay. So, it was a young child. So, and it caused problems because, you know, that you had a mother, Mm -hmm. and you know, that you had to kind of fill all that in, and it was kind of hard to try to figure that out. And then with him, like he said, the communication part, because he would communicate with her something and not the same thing with me. Uh, so maybe by the time yeah. I get it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't good. Right. And and it made me It was remixed. Right. And it made yeah. me feel a certain type of way. But what we had to learn to do is once he seen that it was affecting me and how it was affecting me, yeah. because he wanted the relationship to work, he had to learn to communicate. Uh, he had to learn to stop, think about how would she feel if I put her in this situation. Wow. If he hadn't done that, it probably wouldn't have worked. And a lot of dudes don't do that, though. A lot exactly. of dudes think that they could exactly. just do it, and then mm-hmm. it just is and what it is. is. Right. Exactly. And exactly. And that's what I've done, because I was thinking more uh, the relationship for my son versus, you know, how this is this going to affect her and bringing him into the picture at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. So my mind was thinking about him, not thinking about, you know, we still married. And, you know, this thing will have to work. So she has to be included. Right. And I just can't just, you know, don't say anything to her. Right. Mm-hmm. I so mean, you, you got, you got, you got a community. But how does yeah, that, yeah. but, but how did that communication piece get built? I mean, cause you said you had to work on it. So what's, what are the type of identifiers mm-hmm. that, I mean, you said mm-hmm. that you made her well, feel a certain right. type of way, but how, how did you, I mean, I mean, even though mm-hmm. she's telling you, mm-hmm. but how did you identify, dang, okay, mm-hmm. I might be doing this when I should be doing right, that. Right, right. Well, I, I started thinking about this, you know, this is my wife and we, you know, we're together. So if something is going on or something's going to happen, she needs to know too. Right. So instead of me thinking, oh, it's about me. No, you got somebody else that you got to give an account to. Right. So I said, okay, well. Let me sit down and talk to you about this so you know where my mind is at. Mm-hmm. So you won't think I'm just trying to push you out or not include you dealing with my son. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we talked about it. and Yeah, we stumbled I mean, a couple we, of times. We, Even yeah, with the we, process of getting better, we stumbled. Yeah, but some of the yeah. cues were that if 
Say, for instance, he get a random phone call that it wasn't his weekend or wasn't his time to get right. him, and we get a random phone call. Mm. He knows now that I need to stop and check with my wife right. first. Right. Right. This can't just be a, a thing where I can just say yes because that's my son. And the more right. time I can spend with my son, the better our relationship is going right. to be between the, him and the son. Right. He needs to also think about this. So now what a cue was is that now I get this phone call, I got to stop and call my wife. Right. Hold on, let me get back with yeah. you because right. I'm calling my wife first. Now, right. mind you, the other party didn't like that. Because she was so not. used to, to just him, him, yeah, yeah, to stop what he was doing, and she knew right. it was causing problems, and so she got a little bit of you know satisfaction out of that. But however, once that started changing, the whole ball game changed, yeah, and then it it made everything better, not only for us but for him, right. Because now it wasn't to the point where he's coming over and everybody's tensed and trying to figure out, yeah. like, what we going to do today? Right. Or, you know, is it just right. going to be Didn't me and dad it. hanging out? Or is Pat going to include herself because she or is she going to still be mad or in her feelings? Right. You know, children, I mean, even though he was young, he still felt the felt, vibe, right. you know? So we were trying to avoid that. And like I said, by me being young, I wasn't always open to a lot of things either because I wanted it my way or no way. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I'm your wife. And at that time, I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah. oh. hey, hey, we weren't doing that, buddy. No, you need to tell her. You know what I mean? And it's like, if you can't tell her, I'll tell her for you. And then he was like, no, no, no. We don't know none of that. I got it. Yeah. yeah so loud, so loud once part. we got past that part, I think we were good to the point yeah, where that communication good. started opening yeah. up. Um, you know, and then early on, I was, you know, still, you know, young minded into things where he might try to explain something, but right. I would cut him off because if I'm mad, I'm mad. That's mm. it. That's it. Done. 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 And if I feel like talking to you, I'll talk to you. Oh, boy. But I'm not going to go into it with this mindset or I didn't want to even have him think, oh, because you say sorry, that's going to make everything better. So I gave him the blues in the beginning, trust okay. me, because I'm coming into this thing not only young, but I was the only child. Right. Rotten. Oh, I'm hip. Mm-hmm. Didn't I wasn't sharing nothing, and I'd be daggone if I'm sharing my man's time. Wow. That ain't happening. Right. So we we went through all that, and then he had the you know the reality of this was he was nine and a half years older. Yeah. So it made it better because he had that. It gave us the balance. Okay. I was young. He had that little experience little on him, little right. maturity. Right. So we was able to bring it back together. Okay. So it wasn't easy by no means oh, in no. the beginning. Yeah. I mean, it was like. Well, cool. I mean, well, how how did his maturity help you mature though? Cause I, cause I, cause I, cause I would think that if he was your age, it would have been, it'd have been a different story. Yeah, probably yeah, would have been different story. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. it was your calmness though. I think your calmness kind of simmered me down to the point where when I, I wanted to be a little bit more assertive about things like let's get this done, you would be like pull back, let's think about this, let's reassess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his. That was always his way. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, Skip is standoffish." No, Skip just likes to think about things first. Right. He likes to process stuff, which is good. I appreciate that about him now. But then I didn't. I'm like, "Come yeah. on, I'm arguing with you. I'm trying to have a fight here, yeah. and you're sitting here not saying that. That's even making me madder. Come on, we need to oh, do this man. together." <laughs> yeah. I wasn't looking at it like that. Yeah. I was looking at it like you know, I look down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see. You know, I see what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. You see, how's this thing gonna look? Two, three years down the road. Right. Mm-hmm. You right. know, with my son, then with my wife. And right. then, you know, mm-hmm. we're trying to get this thing together. So right. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Let me think about this thing before I start just saying all kinds of stuff, man, and thinking all kinds of things. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, mm-hmm. we we talked about that. And I said, look, let's just take this thing slow. You know, let's see where it go from day mm-hmm. to day. And then, you know, we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just Absolutely. being hasty and just, you know, all of this. You can't I, get I, See, that's, that's just not going to work. Yeah. So that definitely helped. So we started off with the friendship, like I said, and then the next thing we endeavored or encountered was our faith. 
Yeah. That had to that had to big part. Big part. That had to come full circle for us. Um, with that being said, is that I was raised in church. Mm-hmm. Went to church every Sunday, always doing something in church. Granny had me in choirs. I was always doing something. Even if you go out to the club the night before, you were told you go to the club. I don't care what time you come in, be ready to go to church the next day. Right. So you already had that mindset. Him, on the other hand, no. he wasn't exposed to it the way I was. Okay. So it was like I was going and I was asserting myself, but he wasn't. And then I kept saying, you know what? Only thing I can do, and I had this conversation with my grandmother. Only thing you can do is pray for him. Pray that God would change his heart and bring him on into the church. Mm-hmm. And slowly but slowly, I seen it change. It was like, at first, it was like... It was a battle. It was a battle. To I'm go? Not, yeah, to go. A, oh, I'm not going. Really? I'm not, yeah. I, I told Because he wasn't used to it. I ain't going. And he's not going. And, and then whatever he had going on with himself, he had to figure that all that out. And I knew he wanted to go, but it was a thing where I think sometimes people have the uh, impression of what church is about. And right. they don't yeah. really want to get into it because yeah. of what they heard right. or what they seen. And they haven't, because he has never been a part of one. So right. once he started coming, oh boy. It was different. Oh boy. That and changed was, the whole thing. Yep. The whole it dynamic. Was, it, was, it, was, mm-hmm. it was different, man. Mm-hmm. And it was a different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, you had a different feeling when you walk through them, them church doors. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you see people, you know, singing and praising and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Then you also had to listen to what the preacher's saying, mm-hmm. you know. Is he saying something that relates to you? Is he saying something that will, you know, help you change and help you mature? Benefit you. you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Couple of times. And tell us, babe, remember the first time. Oh, I uh, remember to see tears going to come to my eyes because uh, the first time, never forget, uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. We lived in Laurel. I went, we was going to First Baptist. Okay. I said, you know what? I'm gone. Got my son. Wrap them up. We we out. Mm-hmm. We going to church. Say, you coming? No, I'm not coming. Still sitting in the chair. Never move. Mm-hmm. I, we get all the way down Glenard now. That's a little hype. Laurel, Glenard. Glenard. yeah. We get down there. We get in our seats. And we in there praising, doing our thing. All of a sudden, in the midst of the service, mm-hmm. singing, going on, going on. Now, I'm sitting towards the, the end. And that was before they even made, made it into what it is now. Right. Who comes in? Mm. Who comes in? And I couldn't do nothing but stand there with my mouth wide open, didn't know what to do. All I could do is hand the baby to him, and he stood there with me, and he seen the tears in my eyes because that's all I wanted. Right. That's that yeah. that moment sealed the deal for me. Right. Because that's I knew God was working on him, but it was just a matter of him allowing him right. to do his thing. And then once he came in them doors, that was all she wrote. And from that day on, solid. I'm going to tell you, solid, because this man... He got himself so involved in church. He got into all these ministries. He got involved in the Bible school. He the Bible college. He was doing all kinds of stuff. Then when we left that church and went to um, started going to celebration, it was just yeah, the same thing, same routine. He was so embedded into learning the word and knowing what the word meant for his family, for him, that it changed everything. So how did it? How did it? I mean, how did it? How did it help you? You know, define kind of your role. You know, being Murray. I mean, you knew that she wanted you there. I mean, because I got a story after you done. Mm-hmm. But how did you? How how did it help you progress? You know, in a, in the relationship, just knowing you know what the what the <clears throat> establishment of God meant in the relationship. Because a lot of people get married and forget that it's an institution mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. And so they they get divorced. Yeah. And I mean, when I was going through my process, all I kept hearing, oh, you can't get divorced. Right, right. You right. can't get divorced. Right, right, and, right. But I mean, I'm going to get to my story, but right. I, I just felt like when we went 
and I started to go too. You know, mm -hmm. some stuff started to develop in me. Yeah, yeah. But I want you to kind of share what what your development was. You know, when you started finally going. Well, when I found, when I finally started going, man, and started reading the word. Mm -hmm. um, you you when you read things, man, you don't understand what you're reading at first because you, you you're clueless to you know what the word is saying. Right. But after you go through Bible studies. And you speak to people, man, that's got a little bit more insight and mm -hmm. can break things down and explain them to you. Mm -hmm. Then my question was, what is my role as a man, you know, toward my wife, mm -hmm. you know, in God's eyes? Did they take you to uh, Ephesians chapter 5? They took me to Ephesians <laughs> chapter 5. But then I wanted to know, okay, well, what is my position? You know, who, who's this, who's that, who's this, you know, and all of that. But what I learned was God had an order. Mm -hmm. Him, man, mm -hmm. wife, mm -hmm. kids. Mm -hmm. Anything out of that order, the whole family is out of order. Mm. So a lot was put on me to understand my role as being a husband and being the, the leader of the household. And that's you know, not easy. It's, it's not easy in God's eyes because right. you screw up something. And everything is done. And, and it's a done deal. Yeah. You mistreat your wife. I think that was the pressure that I couldn't mm -hmm. take. Right. Well, to right, a right. degree. To a degree. Right. That's and, understandable. And, and yeah. it's, 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 it, it is a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of understanding and getting on your knees and asking God to reveal certain things to you mm -hmm. so that you can understand it. Right. And then implement it into, you know, your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Right. Because a lot of things I was doing, he was straight out told me, you can't do it anymore. Right. You you gotta stop. You got a wife, you got you got right. you got son. You have to set the example right. in that house. And if something go wrong, right. I'm gonna look at you first. Right. So yeah, you're gonna have to get it in line, change some things, cut some things out, in order for this thing to work. Then I'm gonna let you do whatever it is you wanna do. But mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you, if it's wrong, mm -hmm. it's wrong. Right. Yeah. And I had to I had a battle with you it. You had a battle with it. Yeah. And so for me, my, my, my situation was similar because my ex-wife had already been in church for so long, mm -hmm. just like you mm -hmm. were just explaining. So that's why I say it's, it's a similar yeah. Yeah. situation. Yeah. But it wasn't that I didn't know about church because right. my mother took me to church. church right. You know, right. Sunday morning when right. Lionel Richie song came right. on, you already knew what it was. <laughs> you already knew what it was. And we had to clean the house up before right, right, we went right. to church. Right. So the house got to be clean before yeah. we go. So and we then we go. Right, it. so so it's like when we when we finally start going to First Baptist, you know, mm -hmm. and her being more involved, mm -hmm. you know, she got involved, you know, yeah. off the oh, break. Right, right, right. And so now is well, why you don't try this and why you don't do this and why? I mean, I'm, yep. I'm like, I, mm -hmm. I mean, I think for the most part, I'm here. Right. You know, we joined. Should count for something? Right. Yeah. We did the right hand of yeah. fellowship. Yeah. I'm coming every Sunday. Yeah. I think that should that should be the benefit of right. the doubt. Right. But. In the short term, it wasn't enough because right. it was just like, well, no, you need to, you need to do this because I'm right. in this class and right, I'm doing right. this and I, right. I'm like, but what if right. I'm not fully comfortable yet? Right. And I remember talking to a lady at the church, and she was basically like, I can tell by your face that this is a big church for you. I was, it's like, right. I was like, yeah, this joint here is some some serious, right? right? But I remember something she told me. She was like, as you come, mm -hmm. and she said, as you begin to you know, mature mm -hmm. spiritually, right. mm -hmm. she was like, everything in this church is going to get smaller mm -hmm. and smaller mm -hmm. and yeah. smaller. The people mm -hmm. going to get smaller. You're mm -hmm. going to recognize yeah, people. Exactly. They're going to recognize you. you. Yep. And it still took me some time, but like you were just saying, you know, I first started out with um, Men Connected with Christ. It was a right. class where all mm -hmm. of the men get, get together. Get together yep. And it got to the point where for me, you know, I would listen to these men and I'd be like, what? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, because I, 
I'm thinking my situation bad. Right. right. And this dude's, I'm right. like, dang, and you yeah. dealing with that? Yeah. How you yeah. dealing with that? Yeah. But, yeah. Right? And then, so, so then I went from uh, men connected with Christ to Ephesians, man. You know, mm -hmm. and, you know, they took us, mm -hmm. they ordered the mm -hmm. Ephesians, man, stuff. And mm -hmm. then I start um, volunteering at the, with, with the prison ministry. Prison ministry, yeah. And so it was like, when I started that, it took like a whole new direction because it was like, now mm -hmm. I get to talk to people. Exactly. And I'm not necessarily, uh, you know, I'm not going to say I'm, you know, coming straight from the Bible. Right, right. But right. I'm giving dudes the mm -hmm. perspective that, mm -hmm. hey, Slim, mm -hmm. I've been There's there. There's another way. I've been on mm -hmm. the other side of the table. But right. now I can tell you that, you know, with this church and just my mindset that, you know, you got to have a plan when you're coming out. And I think yeah. the, the, the facilitator more, more so handled the scriptures mm -hmm. and it ended up being me, you know, facilitating the actual mm -hmm. jail knowledge. Right. Because right. when I get to talking, the facilitator mm -hmm. and the other three men that was with me one night was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, we wouldn't have thought that about, yeah, about you. you. So right. of course exactly. we get in the van and we on our way back home and everybody, everybody got like, questions. Yeah, right, right. right. So you've really been locked mm -hmm. up. I was like, oh yeah, I've been locked up on multiple occasions. And so then it's like now you got this authentic person, person right? That's going out to the jails with these people, right? And now the, the facilitator is like, you know what? We're yep. gonna let Kevin lead prayer, right? Exactly. Or we're gonna let Kevin lead the discussion because now I'm, I'm I mean. We had to dress a certain type of way, right. you know what I mean? Because it was like it's cool. It, we had to dress a certain type of way because they, if it was an emergency or something like that, they wanted people to know who was who. You know what I mean? So that way, you know, if chaos broke out or whatever the case may be, we know that these are the people that's with the church and right, everybody right, else right, is with right. the jail. Right. But that I wore, I, I wore, um, I, I used to always just wear my polo shirts. Right. Uh -huh. And so even though my tattoos can still, you know, come down on my sleeve. So one of the dudes was like, oh, I see you got tats. So I lifted up one uh -huh. night and he was like, oh, oh, you DC. I was like, yeah. So then it was a conversation, conversation about DC yeah. and all yeah. that. But yeah. I just felt like, you know, for the short term, you know, First Baptist Church, in my mind, even through my marriage, saved my life because I think I would have lost it. Right. I think I would have, if I wouldn't have had the, the, the Littles, Beverly and Skip Little, if I wouldn't have had, you know, the men from Men Connecting with Christ, that I could pick up the phone and call them if I was feeling yeah. a certain type yeah. of way. Right. I would have I reverted back to my Southeast style right. and handled it a different, different way. way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think mm -hmm. I, when I hear you say, you know, no, I mean, mm -hmm. I wasn't saying no, but I was like, mm -hmm. man, I don't know if I want to go to church. Right. But then it was yeah. like, once I start going, it wasn't anything mm -hmm. um, different. You know what I mean? Of course, right. it's a different setup, setup because right. you're looked at as the man so right. when you walk in church all the men speak right. to the men first right. then they speak to the wife yeah, right. so now right. I, I now i got this etiquette mm -hmm. you know of how things go you know right. what i mean and even to this day even though i got divorced i still say that i think that we're we're better off mm -hmm. um with the co-parenting situation right. away from each other than together i mean because it's just as people because of right. that, that foundation yeah, that you were able yeah. to build and start in the church. And it's always important. And I think, too, a lot of his issue wasn't that his mom never exposed. I think they went to Sunday school and things yeah, like that. What it was, it was a turnoff. Like my grandmother's church, for instance, Community Baptist, loved the church, mm -hmm. you know, was raised in that church. But we were baptizing our son, our first son. And what ended up happening mm -hmm. is my he had a, a chain on, a gold chain. And oh. the pastor wanted to know, well, do you work? Now, do you know how they talk to you before you 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 do the baptism? They want to get to know you as parents or whatever, because mm -hmm. he wasn't a member of the church. He wanted to get to know. Uh, so when those questions were presented to him, yeah. he 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 was turned off. Right. Yeah, like, he was like, "Wait a minute, whoa, 
Well, well, well do with me. With what I'm, what I'm, you know, what I'm trying to do. And right. I'm standing here trying to do the right thing with my wife and exactly. my son. Wow. And this is what you asked me. So he got turned off, yeah, and so that yeah. was just after that point. It was like. Nah, I don't want to do, do this because if this is an indication of what the church is about, yeah, I don't want to be a part of this. That. Is not for me, right? So that's where a lot of that came from because I think it was always in him that he was curious, mm-hmm. and then I think he, you know, probably nine times out of ten, I don't know, I can't speak on it, but you always, I think, had that personal relationship with God. You were, you were well, talking to him, yeah. praying, doing your thing to the point where it was like, okay, I'm fine with just that. I don't need all that other stuff, right? And and I think because he, when like I said, once he got involved. It was like he just took off. Yeah. yeah. And I then I felt like, okay, he done left me behind. Yeah. I'm trying to catch up. And I, I mean, I'm trying to bring him into this thing. And then I kind of felt awkward. Like, did I guess, you know, is am I going to be able to keep up with him? But then I had to understand, too, his place. Right. right. His place is the man. He right. took that very seriously. Right. And so it wasn't that he was leaving me behind. Right. It was that he was trying to get as much knowledge as he could. Right. So that we could move forward. Together. together and make less mistakes than we were making in the beginning. Right. So once I figured that part out, we were good. Okay, because that, that Yeah, because that it was it definitely was off balance to me. But now they gave it that smooth, smooth that we could move forward together. Going yeah, exactly. So I so I so I'm gonna get into some things because mm-hmm. I, I talk to a lot of different people mm-hmm. and so I've heard situations where people get married. And I'm going to give y'all a few scenarios and you just give me your thing. So, you know, some people feel like when they get in trouble with their marriage, they mm-hmm. tend to step out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I heard, I talked to maybe four or five couples in the last two years mm-hmm. and I've heard a few different situations where you got a lady mm-hmm. who's not all the way happy with her husband mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she ended up stepping out, mm-hmm. but she didn't step out with a man. Mm-hmm. And then when she stepped out, she got in to this relationship with this other lady mm-hmm. and now wants to come home and wants the husband to get involved with the lady too. Bring her up the husband to mm-hmm. accept it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so now... And make her a part of uh-huh, what they of their situation. Mm-hmm. And so now she's dead. Mm-hmm. They don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. She's dead. Mm-hmm. Husband is involved. They got their little threesome thing going. And so now mm-hmm. the wife mm-hmm. is catching more feelings for the new lady mm-hmm. and the husband is catching more feelings for the new lady. So now... Uh-huh. They live in a house mm-hmm. where this young lady lives in a room mm-hmm. with them, mm-hmm. and they actually are waking up in the middle of the night sharing Sharon. this room. Yeah, that's not cool. You know? And so for me, I felt like, you know, in times- That's, that's much. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and I got one more too, but I mean, in times of that, like, mm-hmm. how do people think when, they, when they're married and they took these vows and they know that it's under the institution of God, how do you think that mm-hmm. your marriage- mm-hmm. Is going to last that way in mm-hmm. in that way because that to me mm-hmm. that doesn't seem like it's, it's, it's not. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not for this reason. God has an order. When that house is out of order, whoever it is, the whole family is out of order. Mm-hmm. First of all, the man was out of order because yeah. he allowed his wife to bring someone else in the in. house, mm-hmm. right? Right there, yeah. done. That's a done. It's right. done. Right. Sooner or later, you know, year yeah. two, yeah. years. But that was his. But that was his flesh, though, because you know, exactly. men, yeah. men, men don't get that opportunity. So in his so mind, he like, oh, I only live once. I'm gonna go ahead handle this. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. remember, when you took those vows and you took that oath in front of God, you need to know what the word says to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't don't bring anybody else in here. Don't mm-hmm. don't defile that bedroom. Right. Mm-hmm. He done that. Right, mm-hmm. and I always tell my wife, I say, look, it's two laws: it's man's laws, it's spiritual laws. Mm. 
man laws, you, you know what they are. Right. When you break that spiritual law. Yeah, you, you dealing with something. You dealing with God, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This ain't got to do with man, That's what right. man say or what he think. Mm -hmm. When you break that spiritual law, you bring the curse on yourself. Right. right. And right. what happens, just like the scripture say, you reap what you sow. Right. If you start doing things like that, this is what's going to happen. Right. Exactly. The end result is you, you, you bring the curse on yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, you not only affect you, you affect everybody around. Yeah, right. whether they know it or not, and they're in the will. And and I just think it's the time that we're living in where so many things are accepted. I was gonna say that. Yeah, and it's just I mean, it's mind blowing. Sometimes you're sitting around and because I deal with little children every day, I see the dynamics and see these children have to grow up in in, in whether it's broken families, mm -hmm. whether it's same sex families. Mm -hmm. Whatever. What we're not doing is we're not communicating with these children. We're not allowing them to be a part of it. We're not first and foremost. We're not thinking of them first. Right. So therefore, you're bringing all this stuff to them, right. to them, them little minds to try to process. Right. And then this is when you have the drugs. Mm -hmm. This is when you have the gangs. Mm -hmm. This is when you have all these other things. Outlets. These children, outlets for these mm -hmm. children to go get involved in mm -hmm. because they feel like nobody's listening. Nobody mm -hmm. cares. You know, what about me? And you get that all the time. And sometimes you can just see it on their children wear it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and you can see it in their behaviors, how they just change just like that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, I have to say to my parents, I'm one of them real type of people that I'm just going to come up until you say, have you ever stopped to think that you and your husband need to work it out? Mm -hmm. Have you ever stopped to think that you and your baby daddy need mm -hmm. to take things to another level? Mm -hmm. Have you ever stopped to think that maybe a premarital counseling or some type of other outlet will work for you? Right. You know, because it's time for you to stop thinking about just yourself and right. pleasing, like you said, the flesh right. of what right. I want to do. Clubbing, doing all this stuff, and you're exposing the children. So I think it's just the time we're living in. We're all exposed yeah, to too it. much stuff, and and we're not stopping to think, what would, what would God want us to do? How would he want us to handle this? You know, where would he want us to be right now? Mm. We don't stop. None of us stop to do that on, 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 on a regular on a daily basis. basis. Right. We just don't. And that's what causes a lot of us to accept so many things that's presented to us, even though we know in the back of our head, you know, it's right. But that see, it was, right. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was presented to me, though, saying that what if he thought that that was a way for him to get Closer. Closer to his wife again because they had, you know, mm -hmm. distance or whatever. Mm -hmm. so, so somebody was like, well, what if he did it? Because he wanted to get back closer to her. I said, mm -hmm. well, even if he did that, now he opened up a different door with this other lady in right. the house now. Right. And so right. now both of them right. individually are catching feelings Feel for this lady. Exactly. And so now they both individually in right. the same house sneaking mm -hmm. in her room mm -hmm. on different nights. Mm -hmm. It's like, how, yeah. is, how, yeah. Do, yeah. Yeah. how do you do that? Yeah. And, 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 and my thing is, they just, just remind me, like, who who who's being fulfilled right there? That's just nothing but Satan. And, right. you know, some, some situations when you see, you can just see him, him, uh, uh, you know, expressing or, you know, using people mm -hmm. to, to, to get to others or to break families apart. And you see the dynamic. And when you look at it, you're like, I know these people know this is wrong. Right. How can you not see that? Right. And then they'll truly be caught up in it. Like, I don't see what the problem is. Right. And it's like, it's crazy because unless you are in the word and that's when it goes back to that foundation. Because those people, yeah. although he might be thinking that's the right thing to do. Right. But if he had got his feet wet a little bit to mm -hmm. the point where... He went to seek mm -hmm. some help through the church mm -hmm. and to find that personal relationship with God. It, 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 it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't have been. I mean, I know for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna honestly say, I, I we it, it was a minister. His name is Minister Skip, and if he see this, he gonna be like, "That's my man." 
And so I remember <laughs> one time that I went and um, my ex-wife and I were, mm-hmm. you know, going through our intense mm-hmm. fellowships. Mm-hmm. And he was so in my face with it, though. Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. I mean, I think that he was used to doing it that way. Right. But... Our relationship grew because he came to me after our first lawyer encounter. He came to me and was like, you know what? You taught me something. Uh You taught me that every man ain't built the same way, one, and everybody don't learn the same way. Because his his learning was the Bible right here. Mm -hmm. Read Read this chapter. He was in my face. Mm -hmm. And I just like kind of got up. Turn off. And I looked at him. I said, Mr. Skip, Mm -hmm. I'm about to punch you in your face. (laughs) Yeah. Because you here and I can't. I don't learn like that. I mean, it just... Mm -hmm. Right. That just ain't me. Right. And then my ex, see what I mean? <laughs> and there's a whole, uh-huh. I mean, they, right. they literally called the police. Yeah. The police see? was at the door. And he, was, and he was telling them, mm-hmm. I got it. I'm cool I because, it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm upset, but I got tears coming right. out my right. eyes. Because right. he like, right. he right. like, oh, yeah. It's, I'm breaking it's something more, down. It's more to him right. Than, right. than what I know. Right. Right. So eventually our relationship grew as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it got to a point where. He had to take a step back because mm-hmm. it was times that he would leave men connected with Christ and he would have to leave with the sheriffs that were members of the church because mm-hmm. dudes would be like, man, skip, man. Yeah, uh, okay. And so it, I think with that with that situation and then with my situation, mm-hmm. however it was supposed to be meant, he came to me and was like, man, you mm-hmm. you told me that I had to I had to I had to reel it in a little bit. I was I was doing way too much, right? And so I think just with him telling me that, it was a way of me finding out that you can't be vulnerable mm-hmm. as a man like yeah. we, we had a conversation on another mm-hmm. on another show about vulnerability mm-hmm. and the women mm-hmm. were saying how men don't want to be vulnerable right but then we brought up the point that you know well what if i was vulnerable at one point mm-hmm. and she threw it in my face mm-hmm. called me a bitch mm-hmm. called me mm-hmm. i ain't a man and mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. now you don't want to be vulnerable right, no more right, right. but then you got to learn how to be vulnerable in the next situation but it don't exactly. it don't happen overnight no, because you gotta, you gotta, you gotta grow into, you gotta grow into that, right? And so I wanted to talk about, you know, the part where I was saying where, you know, you may have your intense fellowships and mm-hmm. one person is downstairs, the mm-hmm. other person is upstairs, mm-hmm. and what happens is you, you, you get, you get complacent in that, mm-hmm. and you still operate, mm-hmm. you still going to work, right, you still right, cooking, right, right. you might not speak to him while you cook, but he, if he know right, right. the pasta stuff still on the stove, nigga, you better eat before I come downstairs. <laughs> And put that shit in the refrigerator. And it's gonna be over with. Well, and so, right, and, right. and so we get complacent with mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. how do we, how do we take that mm-hmm. and then come back though? Mm-hmm. Because a lot, I think a lot of marriages that I've mm-hmm. encountered and also been in myself have gotten destroyed because we got complacent, mm-hmm. living upstairs, living downstairs, not speaking to each mm-hmm. other, still paying the bills, mm-hmm. still doing everything, but not coming back. Not mm-hmm. coming. Again. How do right. you, how do you come back from that? Because there's a lot of people that don't come back. You from know, that. honestly, we never stayed in different rooms or did things like that within our, our marriage except for maybe in the very beginning when the communication piece really wasn't there yeah. mm-hmm. that we we did that um but i totally can relate to the cooking part you better eat what i got on the yeah. stove because if i'm mad at you i told you how i roll if yeah. i'm mad at you you don't eat you don't do what you you're gonna be short or you're gonna be getting something outside because I, i'm not doing that <laughs> but as far as staying in another room we we kind of early on after we figured things out mm-hmm. knew not that, that not to do that that we always have to stay in the same bed and I, I was one like he would stay up late to watch sports and sometimes I know if we had an earlier argument, I'm like, did that play a part in why you sitting down there watching two games back to back? But I'll let him know you need to bring your butt on upstairs and don't even try. And then he'll go, okay, babe, I'm coming. And then it'll be a thing where the next morning then he'll be like, yeah, I kind of got caught up in my feelings and I was sitting down there. And not that I wasn't going to come upstairs, but it was just that I just needed that time to kind of reflect mm-hmm. because I knew 
that if I didn't, this was going to this was going to yeah. go on for the next couple, couple days. Right. So he was trying to find his way, which my way and his way is totally different when it yeah. comes to. But is but is that is that a bad thing? Is is it a bad thing where? Your your way of mm-hmm. handling or processing things mm-hmm. is different than him versus no, no, no. because a lot of people yeah. feel like you know well if we talked about this that should be done and over with mm-hmm. well you you might be done and over with right, it right. but I might need to take it a right. couple more days to process it and then be like oh okay right. I think I see what you were saying mm-hmm. but I still felt like this but at least you can still talk about it but some people get to the point where mm-hmm. you know I heard somebody say one time well if when, when we done talking right. we done right no and this was a man that said this yeah. and I asked him I said so if your wife if it takes her a day or two to process mm-hmm. and she wants to not revisit it but mm-hmm. just say hey I, re- I heard what you said mm-hmm. I kind of processed it this mm-hmm. is what I heard but mm-hmm. I still mm-hmm. felt like you could have did this 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 or whatever yeah, right, he right. like no I'm done I don't want to hear that right. and, I, and I'm and I'm like for me that's kind of how I am I have to like that's selfish in that moment I have to process it mm-hmm. and when I come back it's like oh I don't want to talk about that mm-hmm. but I didn't under, totally understand what you were saying mm-hmm. when, you, when you said it right, right, but right. it took me a day or two to process, process now I got what you were saying, but now you don't even want to revisit that. You want to move on like it's done. It's done. And And it's not. And it's not. And that's when you have other problems because of that. So, like with him, he would just take that little bit of time where, which I had to learn to respect. Because that little bit of time, like you said, some other people want days. Right. And they want to go on and go on. But that time that he needed, I had to learn to accept that that's just how he is. Right. And who he is. And I'd rather for him to go through that. Now, you say accept. Mm -hmm. Is that a bad thing? No. Because when people say accept, you know, mm-hmm. no, no. they I like know. to say, oh, I ain't accepting, Except- I ain't accepting right, right, that, right, I ain't right, doing right, this, right, I ain't right. doing that. That's that, sub- that submission thing. They think that you being too submissive sometimes when you when you accepting the way people are, especially in marriages, especially in a relationship. They'd be like, okay, was well, that that submissive piece that I'm missing? I hear this a lot of from especially the younger generation. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, no, I don't feel like I think it's a respect thing. More right. than how you're looking at it as submission, it's respect. Right. Because we all are different. Right. We all process information differently. Right. You know, where I'm up in arms and heated and throwing all this information out to him at one time. Right. He can't process. He's like, wait a minute, girl. I got to. Wait give a, me, a give minute. Give me a second. Yeah. Let me, yeah. Let, me, let me filter all this and then I can come back to you and give you the best answer I could possibly give you because you gave me time to figure it out. Right. So I think that when you learn to respect the other person, which I know we this, these are all the components we battled with in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have any of those things, it's not going to work. It, no, it it's not going to work. So did it get easier after like the 10th year? I, I, I think I, the 10th yeah, year yeah. we was like... It, yeah. was, it was on cruise control. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we definitely. Was, where we finishing each other's sentences, you already knew what the other person wanted, mm-hmm. you already, you know, knew what the expectations were. Yeah, all that. But mm-hmm. see, when you spend so much time with a person, mm-hmm. you you tend to know them more and better. Okay. Because you see them every day. Every day you interact right. with them every day. Right. You know the highs and lows. Right. Mm-hmm. So now you get a feel for, okay, mm-hmm. I know her. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so I know mm-hmm. if I do this, I know the reaction. Mm-hmm. I know if I say this, I know what I'm hitting. Mm-hmm. Right. So those years go by, mm-hmm. everything just goes it just it just mellowed down. And you know, it's like when you come in the house, mm-hmm. you already know. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what you're supposed to be doing. You, you know, your right. wife, this everything mm-hmm. is in order. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you ain't gotta worry about am I gonna come home and she's gonna be cussing me out about something? Right. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, all I gotta do is look at her and I can tell you mm-hmm. right. good move, bad move, right, mm-hmm. leave alone, right, something going on. Mm-hmm. I can just right. look at mm-hmm. it and I already know. Yeah, you, right. you can that. read. Yep. Yep. You can read each other. Now, 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 when you need that moment alone, do you do do one of you all get in trouble with the other one when the other person identifies it 
right? But the one who is leaving the other person alone, that the other person might say, well, no, you ain't want to speak to me? <laughs> well, I saw you feeling a certain oh, type of way. Yeah, and so yeah. now you using that like, oh, so now I, you don't want... So it's like that catch twenty two. That would that would be that more of me. Okay. That would be more of me. Okay. And him understanding that okay, she needs because I can look at her face and tell that. But me not understanding because I expect even though I am feeling Man, that way, right. I still want him. Right. So and then too, it took me a while to get there, and I think that's all that selfishness, the spoiledness, all that stuff wrapped into one that yeah. I want what I want. And mm. even though I understand him, like he said, I'm not trying to jump into the lines then if I know you already in the mode. Right. So I had to I had to filter all that out and understand where he's coming from. Cause nine times out of ten, although I wanted you to embrace me, mm. but am I gonna be fully into it? No. Because right. I'm upset right, right now. Right. So I had to get to that place. But yeah, it would have been more me. Wow, because I, 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 I listen to people mm-hmm. talk sometimes, and I mean, I got homies, friends, yeah, yeah. and I listen to them, and I don't really discuss a lot, but they know I've been married, so mm-hmm. they ask me stuff sometimes, yeah. and I think, I mean, especially just with mm-hmm. men, um, you know, when I start speaking, it's like, damn, homie, I thought you was going to tell me something different. Right. Nah, I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you what a man's supposed what to do, it? you know right. what I mean? Right. I mean, I messed up. I mean, right. can, I, can I sit here and honestly say that everything... Was my ex-wife's fault in our marriage? Absolutely not. Right. Because it was times that I knew I should have did something a different way, but just because I'm in my selfish ways, I'm going to do it the way, yeah. and then however she reacts, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I don't, don't care, right? right? Mm-hmm. But then it's times that if I would have switched it and not did that, is there a possibility we would have still been mm-hmm. together, right? So yeah. I try to tell guys, you know, that's either in relationships or doing mm-hmm. whatever they do. I'm like, at the end of the day, Slim, mm-hmm. you got to understand that mm-hmm. whatever you decide to do, that outcome is based on what you decided to do. Exactly. So if you decided to carry it when you knew you didn't have to, then right. if she reacted to you a certain way, how could you be mad? You be if mad? you go home and, 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 and carry it a certain way mm-hmm. and she show you a certain type right. of respect, right. then right. that's what you deserve. That's I it. said, but at the end of the day, you're going to get right. what you put out. You so put some out. dudes be like, oh man, you you were on that floor. I said, think about it though. I'm not 25. I'm not 35 right. no right. more. Right. I'm, right. I'm, I'm in my 40s. Right. Right. At what right. point do we stop and say, man, okay, let me really, you know, know what I'm saying? Cause it's like when I I did a, I did an episode uh, maybe uh, earlier last year mm-hmm. with my um, a lawyer and she was telling me that in in PG County mm-hmm. the the rate of divorce was like up in the like seventy oh, percent. Yeah, that's good. And she was saying about. that it was not because of infidelity; mm-hmm. it was because of finances. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, money yeah. money is a, yeah. a big issue because money is what drives everything. That's what makes the world, as they, as men say, makes the world go round. But what they need to realize is this. Money is just your means of living. You right. need to pay right. your bills and all that. Right. Look at it as such as that. Not to the point where money is, okay, if I don't have money, you know, I'm... I'm but let's but let's but let's talk that. about it though because it's a lot of women and I and I and I give props to the women now mm-hmm. because they out mm-hmm. here they getting mm-hmm. their degrees, PhDs. Mm-hmm. They they, they in the same yeah. roles exactly. as men now. They yeah. they've got the opportunity where they making the same amount of money, money exactly. but they single. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. They single mm-hmm. because they get in a relationship with a man. Yeah. I make mm-hmm. the money. This my house. Give me my car that I bought right. you. And then it's a whole different dynamic. And, and yeah. so it's like you know when I look on on you know, social media and I see you know this this picture with these little boys. Mm-hmm. 
you know, boys can be princesses too. I'm like, yeah, that's another conversation. But what is the woman doing to the man when she's talking to him like that? Exactly. She emasculated. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. And so I yeah, know for me, I know for me, I didn't realize mm-hmm. what it was until I was mm-hmm. done because I'm sitting there thinking, damn, am, am I that bad right, or am right. I this? You know right, what I right, mean? Right. And then it's like I went to my grandmother one time and just went to go visit her. Mm-hmm. And I was talking and she was just like, Where's my grandson? Mm-hmm. And I just started crying. Uh-huh. I was like, Grandma, what, what you mean? She was like, listen, uh-huh. I don't care what you're going through over there, but don't don't let her take away my grandson. And at that moment, I had to like, hold on. I had to go sit yep. in my car uh-huh. and find out what's really, really going, going on, on right? right? And so in some of the things where we allow people to disrespect us so mm-hmm. much, mm-hmm. It, become, it becomes routine. Yep. And you yep. accept it. Yeah. And not that I accepted, I didn't even realize how complacent happy. I was yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went to a therapist and we started talking yeah. and she let me talk and we talked and we talked. And she was mm-hmm. like, Kevin, let me explain something to you. And she said, I need you to take this in the best way possible. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. She was like, from the, some of the conversations that you've given me about your past, how you grew up, you know, how thorough you was, whatever yeah, yeah. the case may be. She said, I don't see how you would allow your ex to disrespect you or at the time your wife disrespect right. you like uh-huh. that, right? Uh-huh. She said, but... You've gotten so complacent to the point where you don't want to argue with her. And when she says certain things, now it's not that she feel like she's disrespecting you. She thinks that it's just okay for her to do that. So you've never put your foot down. So therefore, you can't be Mm -hmm. but but so mad Mm -hmm. that she treats you like that because you have allowed it for so long. So So you've created an animal now you can't pull back from. Because right, right, and so it took me. I, I'm gonna honestly say it took us like maybe three sessions because mm-hmm. I kind of, de- you know, mm-hmm. I, I I debated it like the mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. week she said mm-hmm. it, then mm-hmm. we came back. But mm-hmm. by the third time we talked about it, I was like, dang, mm-hmm. I did do that because it would be times mm-hmm. when we get ready to have an argument, mm-hmm. I'd just be like, all right, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. those words are coming out, you, yeah. you, yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah. I'm just yeah. like, yeah. all right, yeah, yeah. But then you figure a week go by, a month go by, three months go by. Now this is normal behavior. Normal now behavior. it ain't that yeah. she yeah. feel like she disrespecting you. Mm-hmm. It's just normal yeah, for her normal. now, yeah. right. and so it couldn't be normal. And so right. now when I feel like I'm being disrespected, now I look different mm-hmm. because now I'm I got yeah. my manly right. voice, right. I got my manly tone. It's like, oh, now you all of a sudden you different. No, I messed up. Right. And so I feel like a lot of people don't identify that they do that, that they get so complacent and let people treat them a certain way just because they don't want to argue or just because they don't want to do this, that they just let it go. So, I mean, it's so many. I mean, I feel like marriage overall and relationships are the dynamic is so different because. Yeah. I talk to people all the time and mm-hmm. we talk about how, you know, oh, should, should you pay, should you post your significant other on Facebook? Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all should have heard some of the stuff that I really? heard when I post. I mean, it mm-hmm. was like one one girl was like, if my husband don't post me, then something shady going on. I was like, how you know right. your husband just not the type of person where he want everybody in his business? Right. Exactly. Or, right. you know, right. you know what right. I mean? Like, right. like, like, like right. I, I said, well, would it be okay if he just posted like, you know, birthday uh-huh. or anniversary. Mm-hmm. No, he need to post me all the time. Or oh, I think something going on. And right. I mean, that is the mindset of social media, though. That's yeah, not necessarily that's the mindset of a girlfriend or her talking to anybody. That's, that's just her that's true. wanting, that's true. you know, yeah. recognition, recognition all the time. All the time. Yep. You know what and I mean? Social media, yep. I mean, we respect each other with that because he doesn't like to do it at all. He has done it a couple of times, and then I'll get all giddy and feel right. like, oh, it's brand new because I see you just posted something. But, however, I do it all the time. Right. You know, I do it all the time because I'm one of them people, and it doesn't have nothing to do with other people. It's just the right. way I feel inside. 
Because I'm going to tell you something about me. I want everybody. I tell the girls at work all the time. I want everybody to feel this love that I feel mm -hmm. from this man. How this man make me feel. Mm -hmm. I want every woman. Because I started off as that broken little girl. Right. And I had to grow up into this woman that I am now. I want everybody to be excited about their significant other. Right. So when I do it, it's from that perspective. Okay. You know, I hear some people say, you know, everything you see on Facebook ain't always true because right. they'll put one yeah. thing up there and then at home right. or something different. Right. No, we're so authentic. What you see is what, what you get. It's right. just that I put it out there for the reason I want somebody to see that it can be possible for you. Those right. people who exactly. knew me back then and knew the stuff that I'd been through or knew the stuff that situation I even put myself in, mm -hmm. that it's possible. Right. That's all that is. And, you know, so I have to respect him. So it's kind of like a thing where we, at the at one point, it was like, okay, do you want a Facebook account? And he was like, I really don't, but I'll get one just because he likes to keep up with some of the funny videos right. and right. stuff like that, right. which is cool. Right. Which is cool. I so mean, it was a respect. You, 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 you mm -hmm. watch, but don't post. Right. There you go. There you go. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just, then he just don't. And that's, that's cool with me. You know, I don't make a big deal about it at all. And then sometimes I'll say... I'm about to post this, you know, whatever, because I still think it's a respect thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm showing them what I'm doing. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because it might be a thing where it might be an intimate moment for us that he don't want to reveal. Right. But we usually when I ask him, he like, oh, go ahead, baby, because I know you excited. Right, go right, ahead. right. You I know, know, I know that's him. what you want to do. It's because it's my wife. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. To hurt you, right. Hurt me. Right, exactly. right. So that, I mean, but that's something that you, again, that respect piece. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So you have to do that. So like I said, friendship, faith, and then that's when I said, then you work on your family, bringing everybody together. That's how that's how this whole thing, you know, house of, you know, and it wasn't a house of cards. I would say in the beginning we thought it was, but then yeah. you know what? God sustained this thing. And then after that is God's favor. He puts favor on us. And you know, and he said, you know what, these two people I done brought together. Right. This is me. I brought these two people together. So no matter who out there is trying to rip that or tear that apart ain't gonna work. Because right. Lord oh, knows we had it. Oh, they try. You know, oh. whether it be with in-laws, whether it be just with other people in general. I was gonna talk about that. In that's general. A, I was gonna talk about yes. how people that's tend to, you know, not necessarily talk to family members or friends, but they tend to talk to the wrong mm -hmm. minded type people. Like you think mm -hmm. that this person is your friend or we cool. Right. And they are cool. Right. Like that's your homie. That's your homie. But right. they just got the wrong mindset. mindset. And so right. when you're right. talking to them, right. their perspective, they giving right. it back to you right. and you like, right. what the fuck? Yeah. What is going on? And right. so you know you mm -hmm. shouldn't be thinking that right. way. Right. But exactly. they giving it to they you because that's your friend. Right. So you right. like, right. Is yeah. that what the fuck this nigga doing? Or is that, yeah. is that yeah. what the yeah. fuck yeah. she doing? And that's yeah. exactly and so true. When, and so when do we get to a point where mm -hmm. we do not talk mm -hmm. to people or we find maybe that one mm -hmm. person, whether it be in the church, in the family, that one individual mm -hmm. that we talk to versus... You know, we you know just mm -hmm. out and about and drinking, and we had the bar and we Telling talking to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it happens. I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been to a bar, and this lady told me her whole and life nice story, story. right? And so, but but luckily for her, uh -huh. I was in a different mindset, uh -huh. and I was like, you know, at some point, you uh -huh. know, you got to understand that, you know, you got to understand what you did wrong, right? Exactly. Right. As soon as I said that, her whole face hey, dropped. Yep, yep. She was like, "What you mean?" Uh -huh. I said, "See, you thought." Uh -huh. We was about to sit here and get drunk, mm -hmm. and I was just gonna kick the bobo with you. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. I was like, I can't do that. Right. I said because I was a man in a relationship, mm -hmm. in a marriage, mm -hmm. and I fucked up, uh -huh. and I had to realize where I fucked up, uh, yeah. and where it messed the relationship yeah. up. I said, right. so you sitting here telling me everything that you know he not doing. Talk to me about what, what you, you not doing. Uh huh. I don't want to do this. Uh -huh. I don't want to do this. this. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Yep. So the elephant is always in the room, but don't nobody want to identify the elephant. Identify exactly. You know what I mean? That's, that's true. So, that's I mean, that's 30 that's years, that. I mean, I, I know yeah. that ain't well, easy. The, the battle 
was a bad one. Right. Put it that way. Yeah, especially right. when you're dealing with it other people right. and bringing other people, which we never brought other people into the relationship, but we both had friends and different things coming into the relationship. And I know I had one good, good girlfriend that was my cousin. We hung out, we partied, and like I said, I was young. Mm-hmm. So even when I got married, I still didn't cut that life off. I oh, still was doing party. What? Right. You better not cut me off from that. What? I was still getting it. Right. Friday, leave work, go get your head done. Right. I was ready, right? So this is a funny story. So this is what it's leading to. Yeah, tell her the so story. one night tell we out, we we getting down, we tipsy coming back to the to the house. We pull up. And I told my cousin, I said, I know we had a lot to drink, but do my car look lopsided? Because it was just parked in front of the building. I said, do it look lopsided? So we both looking at it, trying to figure out, is it lopsided, the tire flat, what's going on? So we actually had to get out and go look at it. <laughs> we get out and get close up to the car and realize all my stuff is in the car. Oh. Like, everything is in the car. Wow. Like, any gift, wedding gift, everything was in the car, okay? So the car is leaning. You know what I'm saying? So my cousin and I, we looking at each other like, what Skip. What? So we go to the door. I turn the key. Couldn't get in. He got the bolt lock on it, right? And I'm pushing. I said, wait a minute. We're pushing. Pat, what you want? Through the door. Pat, what you want? I said, what you mean what I want? I want to come in. This is my house. What are you talking about? He said, not no more. He said, I didn't told you. This is exact words. I didn't told you. You either want to be out there or you want to be in here. Mm. You can't do both. Ooh. Through the door. How you take that? Like that little selfish, you know what that I was back then. Mm. I was kicking that door. I was going out, took my shoes, police came, heels, everything. No, ain't nobody. And surprisingly, nobody called. Okay. I come back out the building. My cousin, she's still standing out at the car because she in disbelief. Like she, all she your like, stuff is in the car. It's going on. What? So <laughs> she's like, "What you gonna do?" I said, "I don't know." And then he got the key still inside, so I'm telling him, "Well, at least give my key to the car so I can, you know, take the car." So me and him still battling back and forth. So he didn't give me the key. She was like, "Just come on, you can go to my house." So I, we go to her house, which was maybe 10 minutes away from where he was living, where we were living at the time, in New Carrollton. And we go to her house, and I'm sitting at her house feeling so uncomfortable mm-hmm. because I got all these emotions going on mm-hmm. me. I can't sleep. Right. I can't get comfortable. Right. So I got to do something. And right. I was one of the people, I'm going to do something. I got to fix this right now. Right. So I didn't know how to fix it, but I just knew, okay, he's not talking because I think I called you a couple of times. You wouldn't even answer the phone. So I knew what kind of person he is. Once he's mad, he goes in that shutdown mode. Mm. So it's yeah. hard to get through this. It's a wrap. So I said, the next best thing, take me to my grandmother's house. Yeah. Man, the story about to get real funny now. Okay. So he took me to my grandmother's house. We go to Greenbelt. She pulled up front and whatever. She said, you want me to stay out here and wait and see? I said, yeah, because it is like the hours of the morning. You know, she might not be up. So I knock at the door, whatever. Finally, she came to the door. She peeked out through the chain. She was like, that you? And I said, yeah, Granny, let me in. I said, I need to come in. For what? Why are you not home? Ooh. So right there, I ain't know what to say, whether to lie or what to do. So it was like one of the moments. So then I said, well, I just need somewhere to stay for the night. Like that. And she said, oh, no. She said, I don't know what you done done. She said, but you married now. Mm. Thank God for that woman. You married now. She said, so whatever you done did, you need to fix. Mm. All through the chain, talking to me through the chain. She ain't open the she door. She open the door. So I was like, I said, I said, so, 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 Granny, I, I, I know that I need to fix it, but he's not talking to me right now. So I really need somewhere to stay because we all know I got to go to work and all this stuff. So I need to have somewhere to lay my head. So then you heard the door, the chain. She lets me in. So once she let me in, it was like, okay, I'm making beeline because I'm trying to go to her bedroom. She said, uh, uh-uh, where you going? She said, here go blanket right here, right here on this couch. She mm. said, because what you're not going to do is get comfortable. Right. 
So you're not staying in my room so that you can think this is going to go on tomorrow right. night or the, the next, next night. night. Right. You on the couch. Right. Because for the next couple of hours when you get up, first thing you need to do is fix that. Right. So I was just sitting there. I was boiling because everything that I was already feeling, that she's confirming it by what she's saying. Right. And thank God for her because she was to the point where she didn't give in to the point where she was like, okay, you can stay here. Okay. Or whatever. Because marriages break up. Right. No, you won't go back to your husband. So that very that very morning, probably maybe three, four hours later, I was right back at it again, trying to get in touch with him. Mm-hmm. So that didn't work. So I ended up having to get dressed, had to have one of my other cousins come get me. Okay, Skip. Take him. I had to chase him down. Had to chase him down. Finally, when I got him at the job. Hey, Skip. Skip was not backing down. Skip said, no, we're no, not no. doing this. And he said, no. he told me, he said, I understand that you're young. Right. And you and this is it's a lot for you. Right. He said, but I had we had this conversation before yeah, we said no, I did. So if you were still on the fence about it, or you still was we, unsure, you should have said something. Should have said something. Right. But because you didn't, and then you didn't, we didn't, we didn't took that next step. You got the, you got the want to be in this. It's, wow. It can't just be me by myself. So if it hadn't been for him making that stand, mm. it probably wouldn't have never made it past the six months. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Because that was within the six month oh, time wow. frame. Okay. Oh, that was in the beginning. Oh yeah, you were still the, loose. The gift, the gift was still. I'm telling you, some of the gifts was not even open. Right. I remember the microwave, some yeah. of the china, everything oh, was in the back of that car. Yeah. Wow. So mind you, while all this was going on, I even went to his job and we finally had the conversation. By the time we left his job and went back home, that car was still sitting there with all that stuff in it. Nobody so it. it was, and nobody touched it, and it was just a testament to me that this man was not willing to accept anything but what he expected from me. Wow! So then we together unloaded that car. Wow! Took everything back in. Wow! Because at that point I had to make a decision. So I had to talk with my cousin, which she was my BFF back then about us mm-hmm. going out or whatever. But the cool thing about her was she loved Skip and she loved us together. Right. So she knew what that meant. Right. So she's like, if I know if I need to back away, Pull back I'll, from you. I'll back right. away. Because right. that's how much I love y'all. Right. So she did that. So it wasn't like it wasn't a thing where I struggled with it. Okay. Because she made it easy. That's what's up. And I'm gonna tell you, shout out to you, Tanya Smith, because mm-hmm. that was my girl. That was my homie. You know what I mean? And that was it. We did everything together. That's but it was just like she was like, No, I want y'all to work. I want y'all to laugh. So it worked out. And like I said, we unloaded that car. So now that story is a funny story to us. Yeah, we funny, share it with yeah. other people because it's funny. Yeah. But also the but it's people a message know, in it. It's though. a message in it. Yeah. And thank God he stood for what he believed when it came down to the marriage, because he had told me in the beginning. He's married for keeps. He's not married to get a divorce and, right. and all that. He's seen that too much in his but life. But people say that, but they let it. But they. Yeah, but then but they do it. Though. He was on another level. I'm just trying to. Take and then it. some women. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna just say yeah. it. I mean, yeah. they ain't gonna like this, but right. some women feel like they can't handle a man like, like that. that. Because because yeah, yeah, yeah. you say you yeah. want a man to yeah. be a man to lead to do that, but when he do, you look at it like at disrespect. Like why are you trying to disrespect you, me? Or trying to control me? Right. I'm, right. I'm, no, right. I'm just right. being right. the man. Right. right. But then, right. but then when you. Want to be able to tell me what to do, right. and then I start doing what you say. Now I'm not a man. Now it's not like, a man. So what yep. do you want? Because I think in that that initial coming home, seeing the car, I I felt that way. I felt like the battle is on. Like we, yeah, you I didn't was, draw the line in the sand. And I'd, now, I'd, I'd have been I, crying, laughing. I'm just saying, you know, I'd have been crying. Man, I'd have been, I'd have been with no skin for real. That's how you going, cause no. But if you had seen us trying to figure out why that car was leaning, you should have seen us. We were sitting there, like I know we had a few drinks, but why is that car leaning? And we get out the look. And it's like all my stuff. That was when the realization hit. Right. Because I mind, I said, I'm never going back there. Right. Unless I have to or unless things change. Right. And it was at a, a, a situation in time that, you know, everybody goes through their stuff. But I had to live through some things that I just always made up my mind 
that I will never take part or be a part of that again. Mm. So when that happened, I was like, oh, no, I got to fix this on my own without even having to, to, to revisit that. Right. So thank God that it all worked out. We ended up going, you know, getting ourselves together and, 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 and doing what we needed to do. Because I think once we unpacked the car, it told him, too, okay, you willing to commit, you willing to do this with me. You know, because it was like it was unspoken. We didn't say anything to each other. Mm. It was like after we had the conversation at his job to get to the point where we even went back to the house. We already said all that we had said. Okay. So by the time we got back there, it was no no talking. It was complete silence. We just moving stuff mm. back. So with him, it just told him, okay, she ready. Mm. So I remember after everything was all said and done, we got something to eat and we just sat on the couch and it was just like nothing had ever happened. And and it was hard to realize, like, okay, is he still mad or whatever? No. I was trying to figure him out. He done. But he, he was done with. He was over. He, it was you, over. You are. It was over. You it understood. Over. So it was just like, and we just never had that type of thing ever to happen again. Nope, and it ever ever happened again because he needed to make that stand. So if you so if you guys so if you guys had to eat individually, mm-hmm. if you had to speak to men, mm-hmm. and if you had to speak to women, mm-hmm. maybe a minute apiece, mm-hmm. what would you tell? The man and the woman, how would how 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 to make it, so to speak? Like how to, like if you get married mm-hmm. and, and you say you're gonna do it, like what would be I would say advice to the man and the woman of how to get through those rough times and just keep going. Mm. My first thing I would say to the men is, you gotta put you got you gotta keep God first. Mm-hmm. You keep God first. Your wife is second then he'll make everything else work for you. Mm. He'll, make every, he, he'll, he'll take care of all the rest of the stuff. But if he he's, if he's not first, you can forget it. It ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he has to teach you how to love him, mm-hmm. then love your wife. Right. Because if you don't love him, you ain't going to love your wife, you ain't going to love nobody. Right. Because mm-hmm. you don't know how. Right. Mm-hmm. And there are all these men think that they know it's a, it's a feeling. Now, it's not a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's what you do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these men, they come out here, man, they see these women and, you know, they make them feel, okay, but then why have one that feeling on top? Yeah. What, what you got then? Mm-hmm. You got nothing. You got nothing, yeah. And I would say the same thing. You know, God has to be the head. And then that communication and that respect piece, it just has to, to be forefront. Because there's two different people coming from two different worlds trying to connect and try to live this one life. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. Because you have two different upbringings, mm-hmm. you know, where you might have been exposed to this, I might have been exposed to that, mm-hmm. you know, even when it comes down to like that finance piece, you know, where I remember where I used to think he was so tight with money. Mm-hmm. But now as we as we have grown, I respect the heck out of him the way he is with money mm-hmm. versus the way I was with money. Because the way I was raised, we tend to see the bigger picture. Yeah. You want something, you go get it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And the thing is, you know, you want that designer label, you want that. And so, so what? It took your whole check. And you wasn't able to pay that bill. Mm. So what? We can mm. catch up next month. Nah. You know what I'm saying? But mm. in early on, that was that was my mentality. Him, on the other hand, no. Always had that high credit score. Always had, you know, somebody would look at him and say he didn't have much. But he had what was important. Yeah, exactly. You understand? So me, when we came together, it was like trying to, to break that barrier mm. and to break the ice. But now, looking back on it, it was necessary. Mm. It was necessary for the two of us. To come together with my way of thinking and with his. Because sometimes we benefit from the way I think about money and more so with the way he thinks. But sometimes we, when we have to sit down and really filter it out, oh, yeah, Pat, your way 
is better in this situation. Yeah. Right. So sometimes it does take you that. Take it that. You got to work it out. But that communication and respect piece is important in any relationship, um, whether it be with your spouse, friends, whoever. And that's a lot of lot of what we don't do nowadays. Mm-hmm. People don't respect each other. Right. You know, they want to impose their will. Right. On other people, you can't do that, right. man. So I, I mean, all I'm gonna say is, man, I'm, I, I, I would say I, I appreciate the fact mm-hmm. that um, I've had the opportunity to know y'all for a long time. I mean, I, I know you always tell me the old stories oh, yes. about when I was little. <laughs> I mean, I, yes. I, I still don't remember a lot of that stuff, but I do remember yes. going to your mother's house and everybody yes. like, let me hold him, let, let me hold him, uh-huh. let me hold him. That's it. And That's so. It. I, I was mean, the babysitter. I was the babysitter. Yeah, I kept that little rascal in Yeah. Line. So, so for me, it's like mm-hmm. it's to see family kind of still be family. Mm-hmm. You know, it, mm-hmm. it gives you um, a, a sense of like mm-hmm. it, it can still happen. It's it still possible. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think this is what this was for. I wanted mm-hmm. people to, you know, I mean, because I got a homie. Mm-hmm. He 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 um he recently got a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, he had three kids, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, his new wife now mm-hmm. she got three kids and mm-hmm. now they all making it work. They like the Brady Bunch, mm-hmm. okay. like the new Brady Bunch. So I want to talk to them too mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and talk about how they yeah, do it because the blended family that, thing is is not easy. Not and I mean they me. they doing it to the T. And I know mm-hmm. on Facebook and taking pictures like you say it look hunky dory yeah. or it look but you know crazy, scene, but behind the scene you don't know right. what they had to get through to make it that story, right? So we went to their wedding in Mexico and the wedding was beautiful, but it's like. People don't understand mm-hmm. what you got to do and how much work it takes to get to that beautiful point, yeah, and, and how much it's going to take to keep that beautiful oh, point. Yes. You know what I mean? And I Every believe day. those of us Every who day. are making it work, we have to get out there and share. Right. We have to be willing to be authentic right. and to be open and to let people know because you know this is this is not only for us, but we're benefiting what God wants us to do. Right. By embracing others and to see that, and so I think, like when you asked, I think that this was phenomenal. Yeah, you know, I was looking forward to. I was excited about yeah. it because I love talking about love, yeah. especially something I like. I don't, I can't talk about or relate to a lot of things, but this right. I can relate to because we did some hard, hard work to get to the place where we are, right. to the point where people can look at us and they can think whatever. But to know the story behind it, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, and but but I remember mm-hmm. I, I forgot where we were um, mm-hmm. the night he gave you the new hardware, <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, this early." I was like, "What?" She was like, "Oh, y'all get one of these early ten years." Yeah? What you, you know talking what about? You got, like, get, you got to get the hardware. But you know that was something that he embraced because at, at, at first he was like, "Look, you know what kind of dude I am. You know I love you, and I don't have to show you in that way." Right. But because I respect you and know that this is something that you, you like. like I'll, I'll do, do you it. know, I'll right. do it. You know, I'll commit myself. So what did I tell you? After I think it was after our fifteenth or twentieth anniversary, I said, you know what, you can pull back. You don't have to it don't Keep have to be it. about right. all that. Right. It needs to be about us and what we want to do. And you know, God kind of changed things up too. And right. sometimes he does things to get our attention. Because, you know, I was diagnosed, I have severe asthma. Um, you know, I'm I'm at a four percent of people in the United States that have a tracheal problem that I have, really? you know, where my trach actually collapses every time I have an asthma attack. Really? That's why it's so severe. Okay. That's why I can be classified as severe because my trach collapses over 85%. Wow. Which gives me absolutely no airway wow. to, to be able. And so leading from that has led to me now to have AFib. Now I have okay. a heart issue mm. and already had heart surgery back in 2016. So a lot of things have changed for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the dynamics of this man and what he had to do to change his lifestyle and the way he was doing things to try to 
to try to keep the household running, right. to try to keep going things going with me, you know. So so things have changed. So I told him, you know what? Let's focus on what's important. Right. That hardware ain't important no more. Right. You know what I mean? That that was all fine and dandy while I was getting it, but now what's important is our love and the fact that we just want to be able to spend the time that we do have doing things that's making us happy. Right. So, you know, that's how we have to approach things. Because, like I said, people don't always know. They think, they see me, they feel, oh, she good, she good. But they don't know what I go through. Right. You know, I can't be around nobody with perfume. I can't I can't even walk in the mall without having a mask on. Right. I remember you, know you telling me? me that. You know, because you can't even walk. You know how you can walk through Macy's, but Macy's got this big perfume counter. So you have right. to always be careful. Of get that. away from them. Get away from them. Right. And, um, and, you know, it could be cold air. It could be hot air. It could be anything. I'm so sensitive. My lungs are very, very sensitive. So I just thank God that I have a job. That accommodates me okay, to the, to the fullest. That's I've been there 25 years, good. so it's, it's, it accommodates me. So I'm really protected in that way mm-hmm. because everybody looks after me. Everybody mm-hmm. on my job, all the girls, anybody new hire, everybody, they coach everybody. As soon as they come in, door, this is what happened. If you hear her coughing, if you see her looking funny, this is what we do. That's their emergency bag. They wow. kind of run over the whole scenario. That's so that if anybody sees anything strange, this is what we do. And we have, always have a plan in place. Who's going to get me out of the building, get me across the street to the hospital? Wow. Because I have been, yeah, I have been intubated three times, so that's scary. Wow. You've been, you know, right. been on the ventilator, right. you know, and the, the one time I remember being the worst was I was on the ventilator for twelve days. Wow, touch and go, didn't know what was going to happen, and he know how. What I always say, don't leave me like that. Right, don't leave me like that. But because he said he seen hope and felt hope when he was talking to the doctors, that's why they didn't do anything. Right. But moving forward, we knew that you know, I have to do do things to take precautions. Right, you know, all the time, all the time. So that we don't get put in those situations, but you know it's been it's been times where we're just out and things happen. So I have right. to be careful. Then we have people that tend to kind of back away from us now. We yeah, we feel just because this is going on with me. Yeah, they can't it, do what they want to do. They can't do what they want to do. Whether it's smoking, smoking. whether it's yeah. oh, whether it. whether yeah. it's uh, burning stuff at their house, yeah. incense or whatever. Yeah, you you, know, you yeah. know, some people yeah. feel like you know you you you're yeah. an invited yeah. guest invited guests to their house so they don't want to have to then change anything, change anything around, up now we do have those oh four man i'm gonna just go outside yeah, and do what yeah, i do yeah, and come exactly, back and then come back yeah. but you know we have people like that but most for the most part our immediate family and stuff they respect us yeah. they do all that they go out of their way yeah. to make sure everything good. good yeah but then you have those people that we have dealt with that you they see they that don't. they just seem to have cut us off for some reason and yeah. the only thing i can think of is that wow? And That's the thing is, like you know, if you can't respect that, this is a life. This is this is this. Hey, this it's is my condition. life. It's people, a condition. People leave. People leave for their own reason. There what they you say go. is a reason in the season. There you go, and yeah. there you go, and that's why how I look at it. I don't even get mad about it because, like I said, we spend ninety percent of our time together. together anyway. So we know what's up. So you know, and those people that I do choose to hang around, they know what's up with me, and they right. take precautions. Most people know how to handle things with me. No case of emergency will have to walk around with an emergency bag with me all the time. Mm. You know, and so it's just something that you live with. You know, right. and it's just like you do what you got to do. Say, just like you know, yeah. anything. You, just, you, you do have what you to gotta learn do. how to live with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nowadays, man, people, if it's not happening to them, right. they can't. Exactly. And it's sad. I ain't got it. Yeah. Exactly. You got sad. a problem with your lungs. I don't have none. Right. So why should I do this because you're around? Right. Right. But hey. He used to break my spirit and I was so depressed about it in the beginning. But then he was like, don't worry about that. He said, yeah, you know, like you is. said, it is what it is. Yeah. And then you know what? It's the people in your life for a And you got somebody holding you down. So what's so you don't, doing, man? don't worry about it. But you right. know, it's like you feel like you're missing out on something because you can't go with your friend or be around the family or do this and do that. But guess what? At the end of the day, he, I had just he, as much fun right here and I ain't missing right. nothing. <laughs> right. I ain't missing a thing. Right. So I had to get to that realization. But like I said, God does things to bring, to me, bring things full circle for you. 
to make you stop and realize what's important. Well, I would say thirty years. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that's a trial in itself. So mm-hmm. I would congratulate y'all on thirty years. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I mean, the whole premise on this was just to kind of getting people to hear, yeah. you know, some of the ups and downs, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. you know, also the positive, yeah, but you know, some of the lows because we go through stuff. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of it is we don't know how to come back from it. So I wanted, you know. Wanted y'all to kind of share y'all story yep. to let real people hear real people talk about how they yep. come back exactly. from different things. Yep. And so, yep. I mean, I wanted to appreciate y'all. I mean, I, I you know, I, I yes. when I call, I, like you say, you say you was excited. Oh, yeah. I was like, Pat, ready like, to come go. Come on, let's go. We can do this. <laughs> so hopefully, I mean, hopefully, you know, as as I continue this mm-hmm. this journey, man, mm-hmm. if I can come back and maybe yeah. hit you with another oh, topic or yeah. something, you know, because I think we'll, that we'll, I want to try to get as much content. And mm-hmm. I mean, people like people tend to tell me a lot mm-hmm. that. I like you because you don't stick with one particular situation. You try yes, to talk about, about lot everything. So like a lot of people be like, "Oh, now we." I mean, I, now I might I might hit you with something that you that might not be in your right, wheelhouse, right, but right. you you yeah. might just still listen it's anyway. Right, but if right. I give you something in your wheelhouse, you dialed in. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I try to give people mm-hmm. as much as Absolutely. I can. So I appreciate y'all for doing this, man. I don't know how I'm how I'm gonna um, repay y'all for doing this, but I mean, I really. Uh, just keep doing what y'all. you're doing. That's the yeah. repayment enough. Just keep being successful at what you're doing. Because I already told you, I'm proud of you. I want you to be successful at this because I think this is your calling. Thank you. Because you do it and you do it so you're comfortable. Right. This is your thing. Yeah. Tell the truth, man. Keep yeah. doing what you tell the truth. That's it. That's <laughs> it. The truth. The truth is always gonna set you free. Right. You know what tell, I mean? And right. some people can't handle it, That's but you right. keep doing it. Right. Well, it's, I, pre- it's I, I yeah. appreciate y'all either way, man. And yeah. just thank y'all for doing it, man. Absolutely. All right. All right. This is a journey. It's, it's a process. And, and I know that you think that you know everything now. And out of the abundance of what you think, you speak. But sometimes if you would just hold your peace and realize that how you see it today may not be how you see it five years from now, and you will have damaged everybody with wrong information because you thought it was an experience and it's a journey.